gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy early National Signing Day to all that celebrate. Happy Wednesday. It's a good day in Husker country so far. Maybe even a great day to some people. As Nebraska is signing their 2023 class on this early National Signing Day, December 21st, 2022. The first signing, first recruiting class of the Matt Rule era off to a hot start as they have, I believe, 19 uh, commits in the class. Uh, All but one of the class has signed, sealed, delivered their national letter of intent to attend the University of Nebraska. Welcome into the Ticket Water Cooler right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, Nick will be here shortly. He had to dip out to get some food really fast because we've got ourselves a long day. We're going to be here for a while. You're going to be hearing our voices for quite some time. Everybody that was asking for a two-hour happy hour, well, you're getting it today. Granted, today's the Ticket Water Cooler, or right now is the Ticket Water Cooler. Next hour will be happy hour. But you're getting me and Nick for two hours. Uh, it'll be me on with Strick. Uh, he's streaming in. I believe Nate might stream in as well. And then uh, me and Jay Foreman for the final two hours. Nick might pop in after the presser uh, that uh, Matt Rule will have at 3, 3.30. I'm not exactly sure exactly what time that is. But this signing, this early national signing day here on 93.7 The Ticket is brought to you by Live Hydration Spot 72nd and Pioneers. Recover or stay healthy with vitamin C, zinc, and other essentials in their cold and flu therapy. Get peak athletic performance or recovery with their performance elite therapy and meet your health goals. Plans tailored to your needs, working with their experienced nursing team. If you got a migraine, cold, rough night, big game, look, it's it's rough out there right now. It's eight degrees when I was out earlier. The snow was falling. It's only going to get colder and, and worse. So if you're out there driving, if you're traveling, please be safe. Please take care of yourself. Um, drive a little bit slower than you need to. Um, just just be smart while you're out there on those roads. But if you're training for competitions, weight loss, they want to help you meet your goals. IV therapy isn't just for celebrities or pro athletes. It's for anyone interested in improving their health. Again, National Signing Day is sponsored by Live Hydration Spot, 72nd of Pioneers, right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Nebraska's 2023 class. Again, as I said, off to a hot start. Uh, Nebraska a little bit earlier, about mm, not quite half an hour ago, about 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago. Malachi Coleman announced that he is staying in the state. He's not going to Colorado. He's not going to Michigan. He's not going to Oklahoma. He's going to Nebraska, the state's highest-rated recruit, Nebraska's highest-rated recruit, Malachi Coleman, the athlete, four-star athlete at a Lincoln East High School, staying right here with Nebraska, Matt Rule and company, doing a great job of keeping the in-state guys in-state. And to go along with him, two other four-stars signing with the class, Riley Van Poppel out of Argyle, Texas, Uh, somebody on the text line, kind of letting us know that if if anybody collected cards back in the – baseball cards uh, back in the 90s, his father was kind of a big deal. Um, I think think it was Todd Van Poppel 
was his, it was his dad's name back in the 90s. Kind of a big deal if you were, you were collecting cards. So that's kind of cool. And also, Prince Will, and I'm getting this one right, Prince Will Uman Mielin, a edge rusher out of Manor, Texas, same hometown as one O'Shawn Mathis. Shout out to uh, the Manor, Texas pipeline connection. Hopefully, maybe possibly with Nebraska. We'll see exactly what happens there. Uh those are your four four-stars in the class. Again, Prince Will Uman Mielin, Riley Van Poppel, and Malachi Coleman welcoming in one, Nick Sainert. Sir, What's how you up? doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Jeez. You didn't have to, you didn't have to rush back. You know, you little... I can, can we just talk about how bad drivers are? They're terrible. The, the whole parking lot between Super Saver, Target, Chick-fil-A, highly recommend you just avoid the whole thing. Avoid the whole thing. Because you got people backing out from multiple areas, multiple spots, and you got people trying to get out of the drive-through. You got people trying at, at Super Saver trying to get their groceries and toilet paper before everything. Mm-hmm. You got people at Target doing their last-minute Christmas shopping because we're all just lazy and we hold. You know what? What? What's it called when you just hold things off to the last minute? Um, I don't. I can't think of the word. Procrastinators. And so it's just just highly recommend to avoid those parking lots today, especially that little section right by our station. What's up, Rico? It's an exciting day. Yeah, I'm doing great. Well, sorry, I'm gotta, sorry, I'm a couple minutes late. No, you're good. Now I got to check. Uh, somebody on on fa- or on YouTube was asking about our audio, so I don't. Can you guys hear us on the stream? Please let us know if you can or can't. I mean, obviously you wouldn't be able to, to tell us because you wouldn't be able to hear us. Can you hear us? On this, I'm just, you know, I'm pointing at the camera. I don't know if anybody can hear us. Yeah. I know they can hear us on the this radio. Is, this but. is a shock. This is a shock. Eric says, can confirm that Nick's not a dummy for once. Was in that parking lot last night. It was terrible. Yeah, I used to, used to work over there. It's not a good At Red Walmart. Lot. Yeah, at Red Walmart. Not a great dad. Uh, it's great it's horrible. Lot. So, anyway, we pushing, were talking about signing day. Pushing carts up that hill is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, early national signing day is here. Yeah, happy, I know. Happy it's an exciting one. ENSD to all that celebrate. It's an exciting one. No, I mean, here's the deal. Um, if you were watching CBS Sports just a little bit ago um, in their signing day special, you would have heard that uh, Steve Wiltfong, who is one of the lead recruiters on, um, what's he called? <laughs> I saw a mass text where we can hear you crying about like a baby about parking lots, LOL. <laughs> um, thank you. Good. Thanks, I'm, I'm glad mass texter. I'm glad you're still here. If you were listening to CBS Sports, you would have heard Steve Wiltfong, who is one of the lead recruiting experts, one of the national recruiting analysts, say that um, no, if he had to choose one class in the Big Ten as a sleeper class, as an under-the-radar, with a perfect fit for what the staff needs... He would have picked Nebraska. Interesting. So he said, and he goes, the reason why I do that is because he said, this, you you hear what the staff is about. And with the staff, it's about development, right? Taking younger guys with speed, with agility, with athleticism, and turning them into um, competitive, not only conference players, whatever conference they're in, but also get a couple guys to the league every now and then. Um, and here we are. Uh, Nebraska has is is on the edge is is on the edge of a top twenty five class when just five or six days ago they were outside the top fifty. That is extremely impressive, yeah. and hopefully, if they can get a couple more um, flips, maybe they can uh, work their way into a top twenty five class. Barry Jackson still has yet to sign, though. That's the one the one commitment of the class that has yet to sign. Barry Jackson, the uh, yeah. wide receiver. 
correct? Yeah, wide receiver. Interesting. Wide he's receiver been, out of Ellenwood, Georgia. Yeah, he's, High School. He, he's been committed to Nebraska for a while. Um, he's he's one of those guys that was from the previous staff. Mm-hmm. Um, had a great connection with Applewhite and Mickey Joseph from the previous staff, and and like and Sean Beckton, I believe as well. Uh, because there was a moment in time that when, she, when Mickey was the interim head coach, he and Sean Becton went down to Cedar Grove and recruited, um, visited Barry Jackson. However, since uh, since then, Cincinnati and new head coach Scott Satterfield, the former Louisville coach, have kind of pressured Barry Jackson quite a bit. They got Barry to end up visiting Cincinnati, and he's still technically committed to Nebraska, if you want to. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't said He hasn't decommitted. Um, And as of a couple days ago, he did visit Nebraska this last weekend with the new staff. Mm -hmm. So I'm still comfortable where Nebraska's at personally. However... That I mean that that doesn't really count for much I suppose no. um, because these things can flip on a dime. If you remember uh, Javante Jean Baptiste a couple years ago, the damn snow, the damn snow day um, hindered his his uh. signing ceremony, and Ohio State swooped in and got Javante Jean Baptiste to flip basically from Nebraska to Ohio State. He was ready to sign. He was ready, and it snowed, and they canceled it. Yeah, and Ohio State was like, hey. Yeah. You want to come to Ohio State? And, and he played for Ohio State. So it's does. just it, these things flip on a dime. And uh, I, I still am confident that Nebraska will get Barry Jackson, which if so, that's a perfect 19 of 19 for the day with a couple extra surprises. That is impressive. Um, you still have Elijah Judy at 330 today. And uh, I, I think Nebraska is sitting in a pretty good spot with him. And then obviously the far chance with uh, Johnny Cornelius. Johnny Cornelius at 6 o'clock. Uh, again, deciding between Nebraska, Oregon, mm-hmm. Tennessee, and Ohio State, which if you spell out the logo, says not Ohio State. So I'm guessing Oregon. Is that what you meant by your tweet the other day? Yes. It says not Ohio okay. State. Okay. Because I, I like read the article when you saw when I saw that. I read the article. I was like looking deep. I think deep. you're the only one that, that actually read the article. Everybody else, you just look at the logos. It said not Ohio State. That's great. Do we think that was planned? Yes. So he's going to Oregon. That's my guess. What, how? What if he ends Oregon's up? What if he ends up committing to Nebraska? Or not to Nebraska to uh, Ohio State? Then they lied to us. Damn you, on three. <laughs> yeah, it's all on three's <laughs> fault. But yeah. uh, no, Oregon is doing a fantastic job. I mean, look, we're we're here to talk about Nebraska and their signing day, but I'm going to talk about some other schools as well. Yeah. Oregon is doing a fantastic job. They got two five stars to flip in a matter of ten minutes. Um, mm-hmm. to, to their university. They got the number 10 overall quarterback to flip from Baylor. They got the number 15 recruit in the nation, I think not number one or number two safety in the nation, to flip from Notre Dame. And then they got um, DJ Uyunglele's brother, uh, an edge rusher. I believe he's also a five-star. Mateo. Mateo to uh, choose o- Oregon over schools such as USC and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what Dan Landing is doing up there in Oregon, but he's doing a great damn job. Yeah, remember, uh, we got asked about Eric Fields. Um, Don't know when if there's a a time on him or not. Um, But I would expect – I mean, Nebraska hosted him for a visit. He's an under-recruited, which is similar to a lot of these guys that they're bringing in, I suppose. You you can categorize them as under-recruited or under – um, appreciated. Eric Fields from Oklahoma had 180 tackles in 10 games. And then also dealt with an injury for a good chunk of his junior year, unfortunately. So, I mean, Nebraska's in a good spot with a lot of these guys. Matt Rule has done a, a, a Matt Rule and company. I mean, without a full staff on campus, right? Like we we know that they know who their wide receivers coach is, and we know that it's in the end of that they're in the NFL right now. 
but they can't do recruiting. I mean, they, they're doing their current job. They're doing their whatever they're doing right now. Um, so, I mean, Matt Rule and his staff have had to pick up the slack. I, I know um, it's now been kind of made public that Marcus Satterfield is going to be coaching quarterbacks instead of tight ends, according mm-hmm. to his Twitter bio. So that means we're looking for a so, tight end coach. A wide well, we're not looking for a wide receiver coach. It's yes. been reported that they know who the wide receiver. Yeah, they coach. know who it is. So yep. we're so we're not looking for a wide receiver coach. We're just waiting for an announcement exactly. on a wide receiver coach. So we're looking at looking for a tight ends coach and a. There's one more. Linebackers, linebacker. coach. Yeah, linebacker. I wanted to say it, but I didn't want to be wrong. Yeah, so linebacker, wide receiver, who we, who they know, I should say. Yeah, and uh, a tight ends coach to replace Sean Becton um, after. You'll remember Marcus Satterfield was planning to be the tight ends coach with offensive coordinator. Hopefully Jake Peets was going to come here. I think that was the initial plan. It was supposed to um, be. And then Jake Peets decided to go in another direction and stay with the Rams. Maybe I should stay in the NFL. Yeah. So Just a thought. So who knows what's going to happen, um, shaking things out. But we'll, we will hear from Matt Rule today at 2.30. So I'll dip out of the happy hour about 10 minutes early just to make sure I get down to, uh, with all these crazy drivers, Get down to Memorial Stadium. I'm gonna leave a little with, uh, with plenty of time, just to make sure yeah. you get there in time. So, yeah, I'm leave about 15 minutes earlier or whatever, just to make sure we get down to Memorial Stadium in time. Here, Matt Rule will get some thoughts because now we can finally talk about the recruits without any NCAA violation. So, finally, finally, no, no, having to take any classes or, or getting asked about recruits when you're not supposed to get asked yeah, about recruits. That's true, one. but we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, no, it's, Thank you, Rico. <laughs> it's an impressive class so far, and it has been uh, a lot of speed, and people are asking about, you know, where are the offensive linemen? Where are the big boys? I believe they have three or four offensive linemen in this class. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I do remember correctly, let me make sure I get this right. Gunnar Katula. They, they have three, if I can remember correctly. Brock Knudsen, Sam, Sam, Sam Sledge. Sledge. Uh, Mason Goldman. That's right. And then um, uh, South Dakota. Chichak? Machichak? Machichak. He's an offensive lineman. I mean, he's listed as offense or defense. He's going to start out defense. He's going to start out at defense. He, he, he told he told um, the recruiting services that he's going to start out as a defensive tackle or defensive offense. lineman. He'll be an offensive lineman. We'll see if he moves to offensive line. Now, I mean, here's the thing. I, I wouldn't be surprised it's if... what, 6'5", 300. Put him maybe, at guard. Maybe 310. Put him at guard. I don't know. We got our man Nuri. We got our, we got our boy Nuri uh, last Right guard. Night. That's true. That's Nori's true. at need, left guard. Nori's got that left right guard guy, spot right held guy. down. But anyway, um, I, I think it, I think there's also something to be said about maybe visiting the transfer portal for maybe some experience at the off on the offensive line. I mean, I think they're looking at there's uh, probably some benefit to that. The offensive lineman who played tackle and center for Arizona State, obviously, is Johnny Cornelius, the talented right tackle out of Rhode Island, who's only allowed one sack and 500 snaps this last season. Yeah, it was crazy. It's just wild. Which, I mean, it's something that we haven't seen necessarily in a while here. Um, but I think I think what's crazy, um, or you would be crazy to think that Nebraska hasn't been on the phone with Ajani Cornelius today. So, I mean, I, I, would, I think the recruiting goes all the way up until that name is on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when it officially well, becomes tampering. Well, you know tampering. it does. Remember... Uh, the corner out of Florida uh, last Jaden year. Francois. Jaden Francois. No, that was two years two ago. Two years ago. Jaden Francois. All the way up until he signed it. Yeah. So it was funny. He had um, to leave his own ceremony. He left his own ceremony because there were the rumors of Travis Fisher leaving. Yep. And he had to call Travis and be like, are you leaving? He's like, no. I think, that been, I think that was 2019. So it would have been Probably. a couple years ago. Yeah. 
He's like, are you leaving? No, I'm not leaving. And Florida, it was like, oh, Florida State's throwing yeah, rumors thing, out there that he's leaving. That thing was uh, – That was a wild scene. I think it was Miami that was throwing the rumors because Miami wanted Jaden Francois. It was a wild scene. Um, Speaking of Florida State, they just lost uh, a four-star. He flipped from Florida State to Auburn. Ooh. To, yeah. Hello, Auburn. Hugh Freeze. Hello. That's I crazy. Love, dude, I love all the drama on signing day because Nebraska – It was 2020. Because Nebraska's like never class. involved in any of the drama. Which they used to be. Now you'll remember that they used to be yeah, um, but prior to like Nebraska used to be you know a really big deal on signing day. Like Scott Frost, the twenty what's what year would that have been? Like twenty eighteen was the yeah twenty eighteen was like the Maurice Washington one where Maurice because you'll remember mm. like Mo committed on ESPN two at like two thirty that day. Um, and he was choosing between Nebraska and Arizona State, and it was like the the clash of Scott Frost versus Herm Edwards. Yes, ended up going with Nebraska. Um, but like you had that one, obviously the Adrian Martinez commitment and being flipping able him to from Tennessee, flipping him from Tennessee earlier. I think that was like in January. Mm-hmm. Was it in January? No, because he was early. He was an early enrollee because he was still hurt. Okay, so he was on campus, but he wasn't practicing. That's right. So anyway, I mean, like Nebraska. Here's the thing: is I said this on the the drive this morning. Um, something along the lines of like when, as a coaching staff, you enjoy it when it's not drama filled. Yeah. Like you don't want your signing day filled with drama. Like the Oregon side of things is great because everything's working out in your favor. Their drama is positive. But like Notre Dame lost a guy. Baylor has lost now Josh Fleeks. They lost their no, the number ten ranked quarterback in the country. That okay, losing a quarterback has to be that's, the most terrifying the thing, thing for a coaching staff. Yeah, and so you're sitting down there right now, like, like you you've lost you know, a couple guys that have flipped. Yeah, like and, all the other positions, like there's yeah, you know, there's a ton of wide receivers and corners and linemen and all those. I mean, finding a good one, like a mm-hmm. really good one, is hard. But there's a ton of them out there. But a quarterback, like the number ten quarterback in the nation, you lose him. I mean, you probably weren't talking to any other quarterbacks yeah. after that. You had your guy. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing is, like, um, if you're on the Oregon side of things, it's great. But if you're on the Florida State side of things from last year when you lost Travis Hunter a day before signing day mm-hmm. and the now you lose your uh, four-star guy to Auburn, I mean, it, you hate to be on that side of things. Um, so so if you're a coaching staff, you are thrilled when your, your signing day is not when filled with boring. drama. Yeah, a when boring, it's boring. A boring signing and, day is a good and, signing day. And now day. I will say, like, although the classes didn't work out and guys always transferred, that was one thing that like Scott Frost and his staff did a really good job of was buttoning things down. You didn't have a lot of drama on signing day. You got your signatures. Like last year, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm completely off on this, but like I, I, for some reason I remember last year like all of the signatures being in. By it was quick by like ten a.m. It was just back to back. It was just to back, back to, to back, back to back, and they had like all those videos made or whatever of like in the caves. They were pretty cool videos and, and stuff. No, the caves were were earlier. The, the ones last year were the throwback. Like uh, a player was sitting yes, in the, like in the film room in the film room. That's right. Film and they're like, I really like this guy. That's right. He's got speed for days. Yeah, that's right. So because like, you thought that it was like personalized, and then you realized they're just saying the same thing with different film, and I was like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, yeah. this is not exciting. Um, I so yeah, it's cool. It was it was a good one. I mean. Like I said, when you don't have any drama and you get all the signatures in by 10 o'clock, then the coaching staff is happy um, because then they can go to work doing transfer portal and doing uh, recruiting for the next signing day, Mm -hmm. like in February with the addition that they need. But now here's Baylor. Like if they want to take another quarterback, they got to figure out what's left, what they have an opportunity to get, and they got to figure out how to establish a relationship by February. They got to go into that uh, transfer portal, that JUCO ranks, because good luck now.
Yeah. That sucks. Which makes me wonder, we haven't heard anything about Malik Hornsby, which is interesting. Baylor? <laughs> Hello. Hello. All right, you guys are listening to the Ticket Water Cooler right here. 93.7 The Ticket, early national signing day coverage all day. Right here, you're listening to Nick and myself, Rico. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. 